Hello neighbors, hello friends. Well, if your neighbors aren't your friends, well, you just pretend that they are. But when they go too far, like complaining that you changed your password on your own Wi-Fi, when your 80-year-old neighbor hits on your 20-year-old guy, where there's a burnout car on their front lawn, and they've got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else Like call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching With back and neck Welcome, dear listener to Neighbourhood Watch. Sorry, I was looking at Nakia to prompt me and she was pointing at me and I was giving her the hairy eyeball. Mm, so. Yeah, I nearly put holes in the air. With go, go, go. <laughs> Why is she pointing at me? Mm-hmm. Hello, dear listener. Welcome back to Neighbourhood Watch. I'm Beck, one of your co-hosts. I gaze adoringly across the table at your other co-host. Nakia, how are you, darling? I'm good. I'm good. I thought we were being kind of a bit nastier to each other if we could. Possibly. Oh, sorry. Of course. I'll just do what comes natural. Well, then do it. Okay. It's been a long time between drinks, what with COVID and lockdowns and Easter and God knows what else. So it's good to be back in your ears. We've missed circling around your canals. Well, in my backyard during the Easter and the rain before, we've Mm. had a like a cane toad swamp Mm. uh, because we've got cane toads and a swamp. Mm. Uh, So we did go and look up how long a cubit was because we thought we'd have to build an ark. Oh. Yes. And just populate it with toads. Well, pretty much toads and my dogs. Oh, my okay. God. They would be the only animals in my world. Oh, dear. You know, I was going, I was contemplating a tattoo the other day and I saw. A, really? Yeah, I often do. In, really? In you know, quiet hours. Okay. Um, and I saw a tattoo of a kingfisher, like the little birds, the kingfisher birds. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was a whole story, like a backstory to it because people have always got to have like a, you know, wanky backstory. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, legend has it that the kingfisher was the first bird that took flight from the ark when, when the rain stopped. And I thought, well, that's odd because I thought it was a native Australian bird and I was Fairly confident yeah. there weren't, you know, kingfishers yeah. in the ark. I thought it was a dove. Uh, well, it was actually a raven. A raven. A raven. So you, it wasn't a kingfisher. What are you raving about? What are you raving about? A kingfisher. It was a kookaburra. Oh, although now I say that out loud, in hindsight, of course the kingfisher was on the ark mm-hmm. because how else would they be here if well, the baby Jesus hadn't said to Noah, put things on the ark. right. Mm. Was it the baby Jesus who contacted Noah or was it Dad? It could have been Dad. It was one of them. I think this was before the baby Jesus. It was sure, probably, (laughs) yes. We are both, well, I'm a good, what are you? I'm a good Catholic girl. Uh, I'm Anglican, Church of England. I thought there was a certain whiff about you. There is. There's (laughs) the smell of divorce all over me. Oh, dear, and with me there's the smell of guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Catholic guilt. Oh, what's that smell? Oh, just just my guilt. 
I'm just guilty for everything. Well, I think whoever came up with the Kingfisher story is a dickhead. So uh, I, a, what, a dick? A dickhead. Oh, a dickhead. I don't know if that was dick hat or dick, dick head. Or a dick hat. Or dick hat. But I... Like I don't, I don't have a tattoo, obviously. Mm. Um, and I, I haven't had a good look at you. Maybe you do. Well, you had a good look a month ago, <laughs> and it hasn't changed much. And people have them, and they can be beautiful. I mean, mm. they can look awful, or they mm. can be look, look gorgeous. Mm. But my problem is that I don't like anything that much that I have to have it on me every day. Like, are you listening, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I like this T-shirt here. <laughs> I don't want to wear it for the rest of my life. Mm. I like Doctor Who. Mm. I, I still don't want to get a TARDIS tattooed on me, you know, in case I go off it. See, I always look at the – I always thought that, but then the flip side of that is that when you're a 1,000 years old mm. and everyone's gathered around to say goodbye to you, mm. you want them to know that you rocked when you, you were younger. That you rocked, or so. when they dig you up mm. in an archaeological site. Mm. And depending on what era they know the most about, whether mm. it's now or it's like the 60s, 70s, mm. they're either going to think you're a biker mole, mm. which was 60s, 70s, mm. or a really hip mum from, that from is true. this era. It does make you wonder when they're going to be digging up like the, um, you know, the 20-somethings mm. of today mm. with the bolt-on boobs and the big Ooh. lips and everything that what will be – they'll just dig up all of these graves and there'll be like these massive hair extensions and then just two boobs and then like veneered teeth and they'll go, what kind, yeah. of, what kind of people were they? Well, I think they're going to think it's some sort of mummification process that, we, that you went through in order to look – like uh, to be 20 and look mm. like a 45-year-old woman. Mm, <laughs> so, like you've been shellacked. Yeah. <laughs> French polished. I'm going for a French polished kind uh, of look. Hey there, everybody, with big lips and big boots. <laughs> now, apropos of nothing, I also have to quickly tell you about a great saying I heard the other day that I'm going to try and bring into popular use. Okay. Um, so I want to share that with you now. So I was watching one of those English um, cooking reality shows called come dine with me, where mm-hmm. where random people have other people over for a dinner oh, party. I've seen that. And then they bag the shit out of each other. And mm. there was this one and it was some regional UK version of it. And uh, I, I won't even try and uh, – well, I will try and do the accent, but I'll just warn you it will be very badly. Yep. But this woman was saying – so she was trying to describe one of the meals and the meal looked amazing, but then when they ate it, it was just really – Bland, so it okay. looked fantastic, but there was sort of no substance to it. Oh, that's me! And and in her and in the accent, which I will now do very poorly for mm. you, um, she went, "Well, you know, it's all fur coat, no panties." <laughs> and I went, "All fur coat, no panties." So that's my new favourite saying. When I see something, I go, "Well, you know, this new overpass they're building, it's all fur coat, no panties." No panties. I've no never panties. Heard that one. So, anywho, we promised you a while back that we would do an episode on nicknames, and we would talk about the nicknames of people in our suburbs, and just sort of. Uh, just let you know some of the origins. I'm so happy we're now starting to keep promises we make to random strangers. To random strangers. Yeah, yeah well, fabulous. Well, it's all part of the Catholic faith, isn't yes. it? I promise I'll get in the back of your van later. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> so we love a good nickname in Australia. We're famous for them. So in other parts of the world, 
I think you tend to just sort of shorten or cuten surnames. Like, you know, you'll call someone with a surname Hamilton, you'll call them Hamo, or mm. you'll give them a, a nickname commensurate. There's my big word for the Ooh. day, commensurate, um, with like a flattering feature. So you'll call a tall person stretch or something like that. But here in Australia, we like to crush your spirit and provide you with a, a nickname that's a constant reminder of your shortcomings. That's what we do. It's called the tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. So we've discussed some of my neighbourhood nicknames in previous episodes, which now that you live in the same suburb as me, my mm, darling, I know. these people, I will be able to point them out to you. I'm looking forward to meeting shows over. Well, you may recall Skanky McBedwet. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was the lady up the street that we thought was a phone sex worker with a chronic bedwetting problem. Want um, to meet her. Yeah, oh, yes. You, mm. She's breathtaking. Mm. Then there was uh, the lady we call Makeup Gun Set to Whore, <laughs> and that was because she wore way too much makeup <laughs> for 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> There was, of course, shows over everybody, mm-hmm. um, which was the neighbour we saw nude one night during a dinner party who subsequently hosted a dog fight in her front yard, <laughs> announced shows over everybody, and we turned to each other and went, well, is it? <laughs> and to this day, to this day, when I see her in the shops, in my head, I go, mm, show's over. <laughs> We're having dinner on the gazebo tonight. <laughs> Show continues. So some other nicknames uh, mm. that I'd like to share with you. So... We used to have a lady that we called the overdresser. So mm-hmm. she lived a few doors down from us and we would see her at the school drop-off when my kids were at primary school and she was like full-on dressed up like she was hosting a nationally syndicated morning show. Like oh. she had the full makeup and the full shebang. I never Tur- get that. Turns out she just did that to drop the kids at school. Really? Because then she would just turn around and go home and that was it. That was all she did. However, do you know what I do would do for the school drop off? Mm. Pop on a coat over my pajamas. Oh, if I wasn't going to work that day, <laughs> pants too. I hope. Ah, <laughs> oh, some days. Well, if you were getting out of the car, you'd pop pants on. But I never otherwise. got out of the car. You well, just open the door and push the little buggers out. No pants. No, no pants. Then no pants. Pants. No yeah, nice. So the thing that made this um, this nickname for this one, the overdresser, ironic, was that. Uh, she lived up the street from us in a two-storey house that, that sported not a single window treatment in the entire house. Oh. So you could prance past that house at any time of the night or day and see my favourite type of nudeness, daytime nudeness, um, or uh, accidental public nudeness. You could mm-hmm. see that. Um, and at night time it was all backlit, so that was lovely. Oh, and so did she have good lighting for the nudity? Oh, of course. Did she yes. ever wear clothes? Did you ever catch her dressed? Well, just at the school drop-off. Oh, so that okay. was it. She would put all of that effort into five minutes of public viewing and then she'd go home to her two-storey window treatmentless house. Scrape off the, the makeup. Scrape it off. And drop the gear. And drop trowel. And just wow. prance around. Well, nude. My, why uh, I never. So then there was also a gent we called Thistle. Um, Thistle. Thistle, because he was a prick no matter how you <laughs> approached him. There was a phase we went through where we gave people Native American style names after we'd seen Dances with Wolves. Oh, yes. Yeah? That, 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 that was a phase for a little while. It was. It? So after Dances with Wolves. So in our street we had Sweats When He Eats, <laughs> uh, Drinks Like a Fish, <laughs> and, of course, who could forget Roots Like a Rabbit. <laughs> uh, there was a gentleman called Showbags named because he was full of shit. Oh. 
Uh, Nutgrass was dubbed thus because he was annoying and hard to get rid of. <laughs> and my personal favourite at the time was a man called Oysters, simply because his last name was Kilpatrick. <laughs> Oysters Kilpatrick. <laughs> So, and you can always tell when our current neighbours have their brother-in-law over because the blue language is absolutely pl- prolific mm. and, and he doesn't know how to use an inside toilet as well, this oh. guy. Oh, come on, oh. please. I oh, know. We've had indoor plumbing for quite a while, buddy. Oh, it's all a waste. Ugh. It's all a waste. There's nothing. Oh, it, I won't even begin to talk about public urination. It's Ugh. just... Oh, what it does for me. But we used to call, uh, well, we still do call him Keith the Moravian Swearing Bear, (laughs) which is a homage to anyone in Australia might remember. It was a character an Australian radio host did in the early 2000s. Very funny. And it was just a foul-mouthed, a foul-mouthed bear that wore no pants. (laughs) And that is a neighbour's brother-in-law, Keith the Moravian Swearing Bear, because it's just barkety, fuck, 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 and then zip, whizz. It's so funny when they're only adjective is fuck. Yes. I'm with the fucking shop and then I got the fucking this and I fucking that and I fucking uh, this and fucking that. And guess fucking what? Yeah. Yeah. What? What, what the Keith? fuck? Keith the Moravian swearing there. What? <laughs> oh. Or, oh. Or, or better yet when they're disciplining their, dis- disciplining their children oh. and it's like, oh, I have told you not to fucking swear. How I many know. times? And it's like, Keith, can you hear yourself? We used to have that with the ass hats mm. who lived next door mm. who would spend a lot of time going... Stop fucking annoying your fucking brother. Mm, fucking mm. annoying me. <laughs> All right, Mum. You want to, I always wanted to hang out and go, stop fucking annoying your fucking neighbour. <laughs> Anywho. So that is mm. some, just some of the nicknames of the neighbours that now you cohabit with, my love. I'm done. I can't wait to meet Keith. You. Oh, you'll know him. You you'll hear Keith before you see him. Keith. <laughs> If you see just a rando whizzing against a tree. Oh, I had a guy do that the other day when I, oh, not the other day, a previous neighbourhood I lived in mm. and he's walking in front of me on just the sidewalk footpath mm. and then he just pulled up and weed in the middle of it and I had to walk around him mm. hoping not to get splashes. Mm. On my little tooties. Well, an interesting um, thing that I heard, I was listening to one of the podcasts that I listened to, an American, um, a couple of American comedians, Mm. and they were talking about because of the state of COVID in the US, Mm. like people can drive around, but you don't want to stop and go anywhere. Mm. People have taken to having like carrying buckets and stuff around in their car to whiz in those because you're not going to stop. If you're caught out... And the traffic in, like, Los Angeles and stuff, you're not going to go to a public toilet anymore. Oh, yeah. So you're going to whiz into a bucket in the cart, which reminds me. I would never whiz in a bucket in the cart. But I do remember. She says that now, listeners. I do remember the the helicopter pilots and they were talking about this thing you could get was like a bottle to wee into Mm. for them. Mm. But you could get the Lady Jane attachment. And they were... Showing it in the catalogue. And we just were laughing and laughing because as the girl, you'd have to take your whole flying suit off pretty much Mm. to get this enormous Lady Jane Mm. attachment. So you'd be nude. Pretty much. And you're in a cockpit full of men, yeah. Whizzing into a... I'd rather just pee down my leg and hope for the best. (gasps) 
Well, it reminds me of a guy I used to work for, this man. We called him the Red Setter because he didn't have a brain in his head. <laughs> and he had a very mean-spirited wife and three daughters. And mm. he would say to me like... So he had like Jane Hardface bitches, his wife. Yeah, oh, yeah, she was mm. she was brutal. And um, he said, you don't understand, Beck. on like family driving holidays when you've got four females in the car, someone's always got to go to the toilet. So they were on a driving holiday and he's sick of it. He's sick of having to stop every half hour for someone to go to the toilet. Mm. So he's gone, right, everyone's peeing in a bucket. So he's put a bucket in the back seat. So these three, his three daughters My God. are taking it turns, whizzing into this bucket. And not only that, he then refused to stop. He's not pulling over. So at one point one of them like, Dad, you know, the bucket's getting full. And he's like, I'm not stopping the car. So what he's done is they've transferred the bucket to the front seat. He's wound down his driver's side window and I can see already two steps ahead of me. At 110 kilometres an hour, he's gone to hurl a bucket of warm whiz out the window. Of course, you know, things happen and the entire contents of this bucket has sprayed back into the inside of the vehicle, showering all of the occupants with warm whiz. Oh, can you imagine this? Can you imagine the silence in that car anyone, for the rest of that trip? Anyone who's flicked a cigarette ash out the front of the driver's window knows that it could go anywhere. It's potluck. Oh well, imagine five Who liters would, of wee. My dad was overrun by women, mm. and he just stopped when we wanted to go to the toilet. He didn't make yeah. a big song and dance about it. Well. Only because we would have hit him over the head and buried him in a shallow grave out the back. Well, I hope this man learned his lesson. Mm. So. Shallow grave out the back. Mm. But you'd always be very nervous after oh, that. Just, I've got to go to the toilet. He'd just like handbrake slide oh, over to the side of the road. Oh, I just, oh, I, oh. Just the temperature of urine oh. is hideous. Just the temperature of urine. There's a sentence I didn't think I'd hear you say. I always think... How can somebody get off on a golden shower? Because like having like like lukewarm water, it's like getting in a tepid bath. I just don't get it. I was reminded not long ago of when I was younger because my parents loved gardening and there was a particular plant called the golden rain and I was a young child and I I confused, you know, like Mm. rain, you know, Mm. and so I apparently used to call this plant golden showers instead of golden rain and yes and I was told when I was more grown up that you know like me prancing around the yard yelling oh look at the beautiful golden showers I love golden showers they're so beautiful and everyone's trying to keep a straight face I don't think I knew what a golden shower was until I was well into my 20s well this bloke I work with and his daughters certainly found out the hard way <laughs> and it was free <laughs> Apparently, apparently you've got to pay a little extra for that shit. Oh, this is your first time listening to Neighbourhood Watch. <laughs> yeah, keep it classy. <laughs> Stay classy. Because we won't. <laughs> so my question is, give me best nickname, most interesting nickname. What do you think your nickname would be? Just well, an origin story, anything. Anything I, with the word nickname in the story. My husband is convinced that wherever we go, Wherever we live, mm-hmm. our nicknames are the Brad and Angelina of the area. Oh, so we could be the Brad and Angelina of Maya, the Brad and Angelina of the suburb. Hey, he's deluded, but he's happy. 
So it doesn't matter where we go, we are always Brad and Angelina. See, that's all right for you because you are a tall, statuesque, glorious woman who but could with blonde hair. Yeah, but you know, you and, wear and a wig not if you enormous wanted. lips. I'm more interested that Dave is equating <laughs> himself with Brad Pitt. <laughs> And <laughs> and considering the messy and disgusting state of Brad and Angelina's relationship at uh, at the moment, what would your couple name be? Because you know it's like Brangelina, and then there was the short lived winner. What's his name? Ben Affleck was going out with J Lo, and it was Benifer. Well, you, we decided dick. it would be Navid. Oh yeah, Navid or Davika. Davika. Oh, both sound like Russian male order brides, <laughs> don't they? I'd like to welcome Naivet and Davika. You put some Russian into my name, Nishkia. Mm. See, I should have married someone called Viktor. Viktor. Igor. Yeah, and not Davo. No. I'd, so I would no idea what ours is except oh, the, the lovely couple next door. Oh, Dave's might be cranky pants because he can get quite cross. Oh, can he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really want something fixed or mm. done, mm. you just sort of wind him up and unleash Angry Dave. Oh, okay. doesn't come out much, but he's very helpful sometimes when people are being belligerent. Oh, okay. I've, yeah, see, I've never seen that, although I do imagine you'd be a bit of hard work to live with. Yeah. yeah. I try see, to that's be. me trying to be nasty. I try to be. You see, God said go forth and make a man's life misery, and I picked Dave, and, and here I am, having, <laughs> having the time of my life. <laughs> but we had, we had the usual... Our kids' friends we would often nickname. There was mm. one we called Millhouse because mm. he looked like Millhouse. From mm. Then there was um, Harvey. Mm. And now Harvey's real name was Kevin, but we just thought that was such an old name. We called him Harvey. I was going to say, not after. He was didn't have a touch of Weinsteins about him, I hope. This was probably predating Harvey's, Harvey's oh. work. No, we had uh, quite a few, and I can't think of all of them, but the best nickname I've ever heard, mm. and this is not a neighbourhood, but this is a workplace. Mm. There was a guy whose nickname was Backfatter. 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 So I'm, you're talking, and mm. I said, that is a terrible nickname. He was mm. very big, mm. very big. He was like a triple X. Mm. I mean, a 6X size. Mm. And I said, just really mean to call someone back fatter because mm. he did have a lot of back fat. Mm. And they said, we don't call him back fatter because he's fat. And I went, why do you call him back fat? Back fatter. He had left the company five times and every time he came back, oh, he God. was fatter. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that to me is the quintessential Aussie nickname. That is, that's, that's perfect. I know. That's perfect. <laughs> it's still insulting either way you look at it. But he answered to it. And that is another fundamental difference between men and women mm. is that men's nicknames for each other are typically offensive. Mm. Can you imagine, like, if I called, you know, hey, yeah. You know, fuck fate. Oh, that's not a good nickname. But you Smelly Johnny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, Rank Puss or something like that. Can you imagine? Oh, here comes Rank Puss. Oh, you know, woohoo. We would. I, I'd be mortified. Oh, but blokes just caught, you know, it's like, what what physical feature of yours can I make? You know, that are you fat? Are you bald? Do you have a tiny dick? Like, yeah. You know, it's all fair game. I know, but. It- the difference really pointed out to me recently when mm. in the news it became known mm. that 
in government, there were staffers who would ejaculate mm. on a female MP's desk. Oh, no. Not once. Mm. In my entire working career have mm. I or any other woman I know mm. walked into a male colleague's office and went, let's rub our jinies on this. <laughs> All right, well, I've got an interesting story for you then, Nakia. <laughs> You're really going to laugh about this. It just would not occur to me to I do know. that. I know, to work up the, the, the energy and enthusiasm. But to, and to think that that's, one, you've got a right, mm. two, it's okay, and three, it's funny. Mm. I just don't get it. Mm. Anyway, I men are, and I, there are many men who don't do that, but however... I'd like out. to think, yeah. I'd like to hope there are many men that don't do that. <laughs> there are many good men. But, <gasps> Although remember. But they really need to get these dickheads in line because they're giving them all a bad reputation. Remember there was, I'm sure it was when we worked together, there was some article that had come out, and I don't even remember how we how this all came about, mm. but there was basically an article that came out. It was just one of those news stories and it was like, you know, men on average, hideously high number of men percentage of men mm. admitted that they regularly masturbated at work what and then i just had to look at all of the engineers that i work with at and work like, and it's like oh gosh so anytime you'd be strolling past you know strolling past the mm. toilets or something and someone would walk out and it's just like what have you done in have there you been and i'd say that too i'd go what did you just do in there you animal wow that's really st- okay i'm i'm weirded out by that mm Oh, Something to keep in mind when you're working at home with Dave. Yeah, I'm going to keep a good eye on the keep guys a, I work with. Keep one eye on him at all times. So there was a place that I worked and I found out accidentally that my nickname was Morale because oh. I was good for morale, oh, which I thought was lovely. That's nice. But the lady I worked with was very upset because she found out her nickname was Fom, Friend of Morale. <laughs> I felt really Anyway, I digress. Oh, well, I don't know what my nickname oh, Look, I'm sure people would be happy to alert me to what my nickname was. The only thing, Phil and I, my husband and my husband and I, think that <laughs> our neighbours probably refer to us as the trapdoor spiders because oh. we just sort of, you know, scuttle in through our garage and the door goes down and nobody ever sees us and then we scuttle back out again. So we always assume trapdoor spider. Well, I think Dave and I are probably tits and the skinny man, but... We'll oh, see. it sounds like a crime-fighting <laughs> duo, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome tits. to the stage. Tits and the, and the what is it? And tits and the skinny man. <laughs> so I'm assuming your tits in that arrangement. Uh, is it? Okay. <laughs> it's been very interesting. <laughs> oh, as always, we've traversed a number of topics. A bevy. From golden showers to <laughs> tits and the skinny man. <laughs> to backfatter. <laughs> to backfatter. <laughs> That's a cracker. Until next time, keep your ear to the ground your nose to the grindstone, and most importantly for neighbourhood watching, keep your beady eyes peeled. All right. Well, thank you so much for um, joining us today. Thank you, my darling. That was very interesting to hear those stories. Please make a point of introducing all fur coat, no panties (laughs) into popular use. Goodbye. Ciao for now. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook. Please give our page a like and post your own funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at NWWBAN Podcast.
You can also rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. Please tell your friends, family and, of course, your neighbours to listen to our podcast. And feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. This has been a production of The Nerd Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?